From the capital city, I'm Jazz Garrett. Charlotte Truett, executive director of the Juno Symphony, and Christopher Cook, musical director, joined Capital Chat to talk about the Juno Symphony's concert series this weekend. Well, this weekend, Saturday night and Sunday afternoon, are, is our next concert series, Summits, and we're very excited about the program. Community going on with that this weekend, and we hope folks will come out. Cook explains the program that follows their 60th season's theme, Epic. We'll be performing a few excerpts from Elgar's Enigma Variations, which is a very well-known piece and something that I very much hope the Juno Symphony will perform in its entirety soon. And we're also playing the Symphonic Metamorphosis by Paul Hindemith, which is one of the most beloved and and widely performed of all 20th century works. And essentially, it is a it is sort of a micro tour de force for the whole orchestra. It's not a particularly long piece, but it's this ingenious arrangement of some tunes by an older uh, German composer, Karl Maria von Weber, that Hindemith turned into a truly fantastic exploration of what the orchestra can do. He gives a major highlight. The central piece of this program is Antonin Dvorak's Cello Concerto, which is one of the truly great concertos for any instrument, but certainly for the cello, it's it's one that anyone who who plays that instrument would, would rank it as perhaps the greatest for its instrument, or at least one of the very, very greatest ever written. And it's one of those pieces that just takes you along on a journey. The Summit Concert Series will take place at Juno Douglas High School. The Saturday concert is at 8 p.m. and Sundays is at 3 p.m. Coach Kyle World talked with News of the North about the sixth annual traditional games returning to Juno this weekend. The games are different from most other sports in that athletes competing against one another in the same events also encourage each other to reach their personal best. Coach World gives more details. This weekend we'll be celebrating the sixth annual traditional games at Thunder Mountain High School. Most of the day, Saturday from about 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. and then Sunday from 9 a.m. to about 4 or 5 p.m. Expecting about 200 athletes from across Alaska. We have teams from Metlakatla, Petersburg, Sitka, Huna. We have teams from up north, Anchorage, uh, University of Alaska Fairbanks. We have teams in Canada from Yukon and Northwest Territories. And then we have a couple out-of-state teams, Washington, Washington, small group from Santa Fe, New Mexico. There are some first-time teams attending this year. This is really their first time. So the Santa Fe group um, is a pretty small group, but they're coming to visit Alaska and and learn about our culture here. And they wanted to get a really good experience um, by attending this event and getting being able to try the games. We have a team from Yellowknife, Canada. It's also their first time to, I think, to Alaska. They play the games in their region as well, um, but for being a team at traditional games will be their first time. Coach World talks about a new tournament this year. So this year we are including archery as one of, uh, well, we have a total of 12 different events happening over the weekend in archery. Uh, This is our first time hosting an archery tournament. A lot of athletes are really excited about that. Our games, the traditional games are all related to hunting and living off the land. So archery is interconnected with that as well. He adds that they are also introducing a new award. We have a new award for college teams. We have four college teams participating. 
Wyoming, University of Alaska Southeast, University of Alaska Anchorage, University of Alaska Fairbanks, and Alaska Pacific University. This new award is to the all-around college team award. And it's the first time we've done it. And I think we're the first event that really highlights college teams. And it's kind of a new frontier for traditional games to expand into the collegiate level as a sport. We're, we're used to seeing the sport done K through 12. Who says it should stop after high school? A lot of athletes want to continue their sport and college is a great place to keep the sport going. Coach Worrell, who resurrected a high school team in Juneau after a near 30-year lull, has competed in the games for the past 15 years and describes it as a life-changing experience. Event organizers are also looking for volunteers. To volunteer, register through the article on our website, kinyradio.com, or contact Coach Kyle Worrell at kworrell at cctheita slash nsn.gov or call 907-227-4998. Coming up next on News of the North, Floyd Dryden Middle School's Math Counts team recently placed second at state. The Taku River, Clinket First Nation, and Canna Gold Resources have entered into a historic agreement. The PFD deadline is tomorrow. Coming up next with Jordan Lewis. Welcome back to News of the North. I'm Jordan Lewis. Alan Degner is the coach of the Floyd Dryden Middle School Math Counts team. Their team recently placed second at state. We had the state competition was this last weekend in late March, and we flew up to Fairbanks for that. There were four teams from around the state that were there, and a a total of 21 mathletes. Each team has four uh, team members, and then they also have some individuals that compete as well. And so it ended up being 21 different students, and these are grade 6 through 8, and they were all up in Fairbanks at the university. We had, there's several different competitions. There's uh, some where they work as an individual, some where they work as a team, and then they take all those points and they they put them all together as a team we came in second place so out of the four teams that were there we were second which was fantastic we got trophies which is great some individual mathletes scored uh, we had two of them tie for ninth the fdms mathletes that tied for ninth in the individual contest are caden morris and dan degner those two have been on the math counts team for three years. They're both eighth graders. They've been on a team for three years, and, and this is through COVID, too. So this is the first year that the state competition has been held in person. They've been doing the state competition remotely. Every competition, both the chapter competitions, which are held like in Juno, Juno has a chapter competition, and then the winners go on to the state. But in all the competitions that we've had, Caden and Daniel have always been within one point of each other, and they flip-flop back and forth as to who wins. Their final math challenge together they tied so it was kind of a fitting end to their three years of math counts the winner of the state individual competition will go on to nationals who's from romig middle school in anchorage if someone wants to join the a floyd drive middle school math counts team next year this is how to reach out so math counts is open for middle schoolers sixth seventh eighth grade and so if anybody uh in radio land out there is interested in joining math counts what they'll want to do is when they get into school next year so it's over the season's done this year but next year when you get into middle school seek out and try to find out who the math counts coach is then like i said that season typically starts around october or so and it's typically advertised on the morning announcements you listen for that go over there and, and check it out and again you don't have to be the world's brightest person in math we're just looking for anybody who wants to spend a little time and give it a shot degner has been coach for the past three years 
He notes Mary Borthwick was extremely influential for Juno Math Counts as the coach for around 30 years, and Math Counts has been going on for just over 40. The Taku River Clinket First Nation and Canada Gold Resources have entered into a historic collaborative engagement agreement for the new Polaris Gold Exploration Site on the Tulsaqua River. The consent-based decision-making process outlined in the agreement demonstrates that reconciliation, economic development, and sustainable practices can go hand-in-hand with the Taku plus Lahini Indigenous Protected and Conserved Area. For the project to develop into an operational mine, provisional approval will be required. But more importantly, it is contingent on the consent of the Taku River Clinket TRT citizens. Consent will be established at a joint clan meeting where all TRT citizens will have the opportunity to vote on the decision. And as a reminder, the Permanent Fund dividend application deadline is tomorrow, March 31st at 11.59 p.m. online. Now the front counter closes at 4 p.m. at the PFD offices in Anchorage, Fairbanks, and Juneau. And the new Major League Baseball season begins today with some big changes. ABC's Brian Clark has details. Major League Baseball is the world's oldest professional sports league, but there's a lot that's new this season, namely a clock. Not on the game, but on the amount of time between pitches. 15 seconds if no runners are on base, 20 seconds with runners on. Hitters are also on the clock. They must be in the batter's box, ready to go with eight seconds on the clock. This is all intended to improve the pace of play, and it showed in spring training games. Their average time was down by more than 20 minutes compared to last year. Brian Clark, ABC News. Never miss a story or a newscast with KINYradio.com. Now you're up to date. I'm Jordan Lewis for News of the North.